Are you an empty nester looking to downsize from the family home? Are you finding your home no longer serves the purpose you bought it for? Do you need to declutter and don't know how or where to begin? If so, this podcast is for you. Hi, I am Belinda Woolrich, downsizing expert, author and director of learning at rightsizeyourhome.com.au. Welcome to the Right Size Your Home podcast series, where I share insights, knowledge and the Right Size Your Home framework to help and support you move through the process effectively and efficiently with a practical step-by-step roadmap on how to overcome the fears and challenges of right sizing and plan to make the journey a fun, stress-free and profitable process. Hello, Belinda Woolrich here and welcome. Thank you for attending this online workshop wherever you are and whatever time it is in the world. It is great to have you here online and we appreciate your time and effort to be on board. Our best wishes to you, your family and community and friends. A bit more about me. I'm Belinda Woolrich. I'm a downsizing expert after project managing hundreds of downsizers and helping people through this transformation over the last decade. I'm also an author of the book, Right Size Your Home, The Empty Nester's Guide to a Stress-Free Downsize. I am also the Director of Learning at rightsizeyourhome.com.au, where I have written and designed several courses to help people in their downsize and get in control of this journey. Today I'm going to cover the five of the best techniques to stay calm and motivated for your right size. So it's really important for you to grab hold of these and utilize the resources that you have to get you through the projects. So number one is about thinking about your why, why am I doing this? Number two is the impacts of change and the the effects that it has on you and uh, the understanding of what that is and how to deal with it. Also your bucket list and know your blockers. So we're going to talk about that. Breathing and exercising and the effects of stress. So some more techniques with that and also being in control with your team of experts. All right, so heading into the first one. Remember your why. Why have you decided to right size? And why is this one of the best techniques? So over my years of expertise working with downsizers, something that really helps anchor and gets us back on track during what can be sometimes quite a stressful process is remembering your why. So that's listening to your inner self and working out why you want to do this. So in thinking about getting back in control and keeping these techniques really close to hand, I want you to always remember your why. Why have you decided to right size? So I'll give you some examples of what that might be and what it has been with clients of mine in the past. What about you? So what is it that puts you at the centre of this process? And let's say... You've got all sorts of stresses going on around you. So if you can hopefully put those aside and think about why. All right. So a couple of examples may be that you may be feeling stuck in your home. You may It may be that you need to clear some space in your thought process. It could be that, you, that the actual logistical reasons could be that you are struggling managing, managing and maintaining your existing home. So it could be that there's too much to do. It is quite stressful having a large family home, even when you've got a busy family and you need the size. But when you don't need the size potentially anymore, people have moved out, some kids have moved out, 
it's difficult for you to manage and perhaps the body's not quite feeling as able as it used to. So there are stresses that come with that. The, the maintenance and the management of the existing family home, even the cleaning, even the heating bill or the actual footprint that it has. So yes, it could be size, it could be maintenance. What's another example for you that may be stopping you? It could be that the children have moved far away, you may want to get closer. It could be that you're stuck in the suburbs potentially where it used to be great because you needed the open space, the young children, and it was easy to hop in the car and, and go everywhere. But now you might not want to be stuck out in the suburb a little bit. You may want to feel more connected to a community. You may want to be closer to the shops, public transport, medical, that kind of thing. It may be too that you might want to move on to, to have a place that suits your needs more. So it could be not only those things we mentioned before about logistical things, but what about the fact that you just may want it smaller or you may not want the steep access, for example. You may want something that's easy to get to on a level access. It could be that the garden is just way too big. You may be sinking hundreds of dollars into that every week in maintenance. And you used to enjoy the garden, but now maybe you don't enjoy it so much. It could be that you have a pool that you're a bit sick of maintaining. You love having a pool potentially, but would love to go somewhere where someone else does that looking after. So I'll, I'll encourage you to take a moment to think about your why. And the reason that I've called this a, a calming and a motivation technique is because when things feel a little bit stressful, if you could pull back to that why, why am I doing this? I'm doing this because I want to be closer to my children. I'm doing this because I want to not have the maintenance hassles anymore. I'm doing this because this garden is too big or the house is not laid out the way I want it to. I'm doing this because I can't deal with the steep access anymore or going upstairs all the time and I want something more level. Well, I can guarantee you that those reasons will help you stay motivated when things get tough for that first one, remembering your why. On to the second technique of staying calm and motivated. This is actually about a bit of learning. So this is about understanding the impacts of change. What it does do, if you can understand this, this cycle of change, is actually help you step back and out of the emotional complexities that happen and look at it. Sometimes I call it a helicopter view. So look at it from above and, and see what's happening to you, your thoughts and your body and your reactions. So Dr. Kubler-Ross was from the early 70s. Many of you may know her. She's a change theorist. And what she said is that her cycle of change or the emotions that you go through is very similar to the impacts of trauma or loss. So you don't go through a cycle of uh, feelings and emotional states. And anyone that has had some trauma or felt loss or a bit of a shock, so it could be losing a job or it could be um, yeah, anything, any sort of impact that it's had on your emotion. So if you can think back and maybe reflect on yourself and what you went through, or if you know anyone that's going through this, knowing these different stages can certainly help, could help you, help your partner or help your friend who may be in this cycle. So the first stage is denial. This isn't really happening to me. Uh, anger, frustration there. 
Um, then moving through those stages onto bargaining, so a bit of testing potentially. Some people do experience some depression and then going on to the last stage being acceptance. So I'm quite sure that moving from family home is a major change. And any major change, of course, as Dr. Kubler-Ross says, um, is very similar to that effects of trauma. So you possibly will be experiencing these emotions. So why did I call this an imp um, this impact for change one of the best techniques to stay in calm? Well, because understanding those emotional states can actually help you move through. So as I was saying before, you can step back and look at your thoughts, your body, your reactions, and understand that you may be experiencing one of these. And it can be very helpful in trying to center yourself and, and understand your own emotions around it. And not only you, of course, but potentially a friend of yours or a partner who may be going through the same thing. So I suggest you really take this on board, then know and trust your, your actions are only normal or your reactions are only normal, and it's okay to be feeling these. Cut yourself some slack because understanding the impacts of change can be very helpful to keeping calm and motivating through. Number three is knowing your bucket list. Now, this is pretty fun. And also knowing what your blockers are. So it's recognising those things that can block you. So have you taken a moment to draft up your bucket list? We've got one of these templates in my book and it's also in my courses, of course, as well. So we go through the bucket list and what yours might be. And there's ideas on there like going on a caravan, taking a holiday, Seeing, seeing some people that you want to spend time with, whatever it is, is on your bucket list. Ticking off some places that you might want to go to um, or learning a new skill, for example. So think about your bucket list often. It's worth say, taking some time out to, to actually work out what that list is. And then you can refer to it. Stick it up on your wall if you want to. You can have a good look at it and remind yourself as to why you're doing this. Remind yourself about the impacts of change and then remind yourself what's on your list. That when you get this done, you'll have more time and you'll be able to get those things done on your list. Also knowing your blockers. So what's stopping you? If you can think about what might be stopping you and recognise it as a blocker, it will certainly help motivate you through and keep you calm. It could be a person. It could be someone that you're living with. And we've got a great webinar coming up on diagnosing that and helping couples with moving through a right size. It could be potentially, I've heard of um, children sometimes blocking the way for their parents. It could be a friend who doesn't want you to leave the street. It could be anything. But I genuinely believe that that's usually from their perspective. If you stay true to yourself and remember your why, then that will help with this blocker. It could be a thing. So the thing could be too much furniture. It could be very difficult access, which is stopping people coming from helping you. All these things have workarounds and we've just got to think outside the box and help you through them. The process of downsizing itself can be a blocker because it's a big job and definitely worth some help and some professionals along the way.
Are you an empty nester looking to downsize from the family home? Are you finding your home no longer serves the purpose you bought it for? Do you need to declutter and don't know where to begin? Like many thousands of seniors, you are not alone. Transitioning from the family home can feel incredibly overwhelming and stir up mixed emotions from the past. I have written a comprehensive and insightful guide on how to go about finding a more appropriate size home and how to get there. My book, Right Size Your Home, The Empty Nester's Guide to a Stress-Free Downsize, leaves no stone unturned. You will find all aspects of downsizing covered by me and expert contributors in a quest to answer all of your questions and help you overcome the fear and challenges that so often present. You can order the book at rightsizeyourhome.com.au and get in control of that right-sizing journey. Number four is about breathing and, and exercising. So number four is about breathing and exercising and giving yourself something outside to take your mind off and do and stay active through this process. There are different techniques for breathing. You can always look into meditation. You can also do the four seconds in, four seconds out. There are many useful um, tips and exercises you can do for breathing. What it does is it relaxes your um, body and it also helps work around the stress hormones. So lowering stress is a big thing in this. People trying to lower their cortisol levels should aim to reduce that stress. So good health, good eating, sleeping well, the relaxation techniques, eating well, sleeping well are old, old, well-known techniques, but they apply to this as well. Take up a hobby. That's very distracting and it's really good for relaxing. Learn to unwind. So have a bit of a routine, for example, when you've finished your day of your uh, declutter or whatever it might be. Get into your routine of your unwind. Laugh and have fun is absolutely critical as well. And of course, exercising. Exercising and living a healthy lifestyle actually helps with your sleep because you're burning energy and you can reduce your stress by doing that, taking your mind off things, but then also it will help you sleep well. And it's a great positive cycle. It lowers the stress and anxiety. So if you can please schedule in a walk each day or schedule in some fun activity, schedule in that breathing, even set a little reminder off a regular alarm clock to take some time out and meditate or go through some breathing exercise. Just implement those useful things into your day and you'll be amazed at what it can do, especially combined with the other tips. My last one is about being in control with your team of experts. So you've got people who can really help in this. They know what to do. They are excellent at what they do. They're well practiced at what they do. Now, I'm pretty sure that you probably wouldn't have sold a house three times a week. So you can rely on a valuer or an agent or you and you wouldn't have decluttered and presented a home. So you can rely on a makeover specialist. You would not have organized multiple people's finances to prepare for a downsize. So you can rely on a good financial planner. All of these people specialize or find people that specialize in this particular niche. 
So it's not just relying on them for the activities they do, but you can rely on them emotionally, logistically, and financially. There are three things that you need significant help with. I don't want you to try and do this alone. Of course, you can reach out to us, send us an email if you have questions or you need connections of those people. The process itself of the downsize or the right size shouldn't be difficult. Yes, it's, it can be quite intense and it's a big job and you'll probably do it once in your life, but it shouldn't be difficult. So if you can hold on to all those techniques and use them, stay calm and motivate yourself. One of the biggest things I can suggest to is equipping yourself with knowledge and the knowledge available in my courses will be so helpful for you on your right sizing journey. So all you need to do is go to rightsizeyourhome.com.au and have a look at the online courses there. You will also find my free resource from today, which is a summary of all of those five techniques. So if you can head over and educate yourself and go through the process and utilize those tools and resources there for you. And then in the first course, shifting your mindset in the what's stopping you section, you can get that free download. It's a free preview in the first course. So you can get that download of what we've talked about today. So good luck. Hang on to those techniques. I hope you use them well and you love them. And of course, they're transportable to anything you do that might be causing stress. Shoot us an email at hello at rightsizeyourhome.com.au if you've got any questions or need any of those contacts or recommendations for people who can be in control with you on your team of experts. I hope you love what we have to um, offer you on the uh, webinar and podcast today. So if you want to find out more too and a deeper dive even is to have a read of the book that I've written, Right Size Your Home. You'll find that on rightsizeyourhome.com.au as well. So coming up, we've got more exciting content and we've got some in really interesting people that I'm interviewing as well. So the next thing is we've got how to sell things you don't need and when to declutter your family home. So I'm interviewing our eBay trader. And he's an expert in that. He's got some interesting stories in and some really good tips. I've also got a really useful um, diagnosis of how to profile your buyer or your tenant. So that will help you present your home and um, sort of alert you to what they will be needing and looking for. And you want to knock off the competition out there and make sure your home is looking the best for them. And that's how you attract an efficient and profitable sale. So that will be really interesting too. And then uh, the next one up in December is five tips on how senior couples can downsize together. Now, there are sometimes some stresses contained within that dynamic. Uh, so one may be keen, one may not be. Um, and then how do we get you on the same page and working together? So some useful tips there. Or if you might be on the same page already, how do you maximise that and and push on through this downsizing project. So more details on that on rightsizeyourhome.com.au and that's in the events section. And I very much look forward to talking with you on the next one. So once you believe in yourself, I'll leave you with this quote, you understand you're doing the right thing, the project becomes a purely logistical process. Thank you for coming on board and I look forward to seeing you again soon. Belinda Woolrich makes no representation and gives no warranty as to the accuracy of the information 
and does not accept any responsibility for any errors or inaccuracies in or omissions from the information contained herein, whether negligent or otherwise, and shall not be liable for any loss or damage, howsoever arising as a result of any person acting or refraining from acting in reliance on any information contained herein. No listener or workshop attendee shall rely solely on the information contained in this as it does not purport to be comprehensive to render specific advice. This disclaimer does not purport to exclude any warranties implied by law which may not be lawfully excluded. This workshop, which includes any resources supplied, is only for the use of the intended recipients and is confidential and or privileged. Melinda Warwick shall not be liable for any errors, emissions, viruses, loss and or damage arising from using, opening or transmitting this workshop.